Hennessy on the track, boy. You the one, the two, and the three, four. I'm me down when I found everything slow. Ain't nobody else around you, really, though. Put the seed in the ground, help me grow. On me, you deserve everything. I be thinking about the world. All right, so unpopular opinion man need love too man need to be catered to man need to be taken out man need to be dined and wined and all that lovely stuff that women expect men need all of that too i am delaco and I am Faye, and welcome back to Terminal 234 for another week. I'm sure you guys have missed us. It's been quite some time, but we yes. welcome you back. And um, yeah, I hope you didn't miss us too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, um, yeah, we missed you guys, man. We've missed the listeners. It's been, this season has been very interesting, I think, because it's one of those things that, like, you have all these plans and ideas and, like, you're going on it, but then, like, as I'm sure everyone has kind of noticed, the year has been just a year of changes. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, things are changing. Yeah. We were in the middle of the pandemic. Everyone was staying home. Then everyone forgot about COVID. And, like, now <laughs> we're like, oh, COVID is back, and it's bigger than ever. But, like, <laughs> we're not going back inside. So, like, we're in a weird hybrid state of, like, mm-hmm. We're outside, mm-hmm. but we're not really outside because everyone mm-hmm. is getting sick. Like, it's it's been a lot happening. <laughs> yeah, it's been very wonky. Like, especially this last, like, month or so, these last, like, yes. four weeks, I would say, that we've been on hiatus. It has been such a weird time. Like, literally, our last episode was at the precipice of the Omarion <laughs> variants. <laughs> yeah. Like, it really was then that it kind of, shot up and then obviously we you know we caught some strays you and mm-hmm. I Delafo. <laughs> um and then I guess besides that just the fact that we chose to structure our season differently this time like the mm-hmm. every other week thing you would think in theory it would make us that much more consistent because you know now you have like a built-in week off yeah but I actually think it did the opposite where because we had the luxury of maybe not having to think about the podcast for a week at a time, you know, then you're scrambling towards when the episode is actually meant to go out. And then, you know, if you miss one week, then you miss a month in our case, because. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's definitely um, the biggest thing is that like missing a week is like missing a month. Um, yeah. So we definitely have to go forward kind of like, if we have to miss a week, we have to do it the week after. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like it's gonna have to be a three week. Everything will have to exactly everything to will have four, to be yeah. shifted. Um, but you know, we're a work in progress. We're working, and it's always, of course, it was the holiday season. Um, you know, yeah, Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. To, like exactly. snow actually feels... falling from the sky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I actually didn't feel all that guilty because I'm like, ah, everybody's kind of doing their thing anyway. It's the holiday season. Y'all should be in the festive vibes. And even if you're not, like, I feel like it's cold. <laughs> it's yeah. just a different time. It's just a different time. Everybody's just cozying it up at home. Oh, no course. matter what you're doing, whether it's festive or not. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, absence also makes the heart grow fonder. So, like I said at the top, I hope you miss this, but not too much. And now, um, yeah, you're getting a treat by hearing our voice um, like you've grown accustomed to. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, speaking of having, like, a month off, I figured instead of quick hits, we might as well just have, like, a catch-up sesh, um, you know, talk about how we rounded out 2021 and, you know, how we feel about 2022 um, now and moving forward. Um, so, you want to kick us off, Delapa? Well, tell me a little bit about your December. That's our month. That's our birthday month. If you guys yeah. are longtime listeners, you know that's how we do. So yeah, tell us about how December went for you. December was cool. I think December was a, I mean, on the topic of just like changes or like drastic or whatever, like December, thinking back, I'm like, damn, all of that was in December. Like I felt mm-hmm. like that was two months ago, not like a month ago. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. of course, you know, December, we opened it up with Faye's birthday party, the the party of life, you know, we we did everything. You know, we turned DC red on blue and yellow and all <laughs> kinds of colors. Um it was chill. I actually had a lot a lot of fun there. It was a nice uh, a nice mix of people, um, mm-hmm. which I, I really enjoyed, you know. Um, I think too. a lot of times when we like do stuff, it's like it gets the a little same boring. faces. Always the same people, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was nice to see a couple different faces. Um I don't have any friends, so I'm always like that was random. I'm like, what well, new face? I need to bring a new face. So, yeah, I like that. I actually think that we can do more stuff like that as long um, as we can have new faces. <laughs> that's the like yeah. to me. That's the biggest thing because if you do like a kickback or like you know a chill type thing, which it was, um, if it's the same people that you always do it with, it can be fun and it can be great. But like, you always need that little bit of like, oh, like who's that person? Oh, I don't know the this person. Like, I'm yeah, like. Um, because a lot of times you already have like assumptions or you know certain things about certain people or like you already know that like okay this is not my person like that or like you know so it's like a lot of times people that you know that you don't hang out with all the time um sometimes there's a reason right like sometimes it's because they're not mm-hmm. maybe the people that you always want to hang out with so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need some you need some new energy new energy is necessary so that was fun <laughs> Um, Let me, can I step in real quick here? Please, it's your birthday party we're talking about. Um, Actually, that's one of the things I wanted to address. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as much as the Lafayette keeps wanting to say it was just my birthday party, I genuinely wanted it to be a joint endeavor, l- largely because of what you're mentioning with like the newer faces. Like, yeah. I knew if it was, I knew if it was solely one or the others. It would probably be like either an event that I'm very accustomed to going to or you're very accustomed to going to. And I wanted it to be more of a blend, especially because, I mean, (laughs) I feel like a lot of our podcast listeners are young people. You guys Mm -hmm. know what I mean, where you don't want it to be too heavily skewed one gender or the other. So the benefit of me and you being of opposite genders is that you can probably bring in more of the male audience and I can bring in more of the female audience. Um, in our podcast and then obviously in our personal lives as well. So uh, genuinely, like I made it a thing where Delapa had to feel involved. Even when he would try and retreat, I would always bring him back in. <laughs> um, even with his resistance, I think he still got a little bit of um, the glow that night. I think people recognized it was a little bit your event as well, whether or not you wanted it to be. And um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Honestly, that's where I would say my... Um, my year ended low-key guys because after that event i feel like the year kind of went like just all over the place for me i mean i had a positive experience with my graduation and stuff which we'll get into when it's my turn but besides my birthday i feel like december was just like meh. <laughs> and so i'm happy though that i ended on, on 
ended um, the year on a high note. Um, you know, December, early December still felt like the end of the year for me. And it was fun. It was a, it was a good button on what was a good year for me overall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- that's all I have to say on my on our you see i almost did it on our birthday party <laughs> now you go ahead Delapa. what do you have to say continue on um so yeah that was beginning of december i think the birthday you know soiree um and then the baby shower um mm-hmm. one of my close friends had a baby shower so went to that mm-hmm. a lot of fun um it was, it was cool because he was a close friend that like helped a lot with the like setting up like on the day of mm-hmm. um which like i don't know it's one of those weird things about me but like i enjoy um i enjoy like being part of like an event like mm-hmm. planning um mm-hmm. but i think what i enjoy the most more than just planning beforehand is also like the day of like the running around the like yo we need we need spoons we have food we have no spoons mm-hmm, who's gonna get mm-hmm. that like i like that you um, do I don't know, I do, and I like, you know, just That's the process so of, like, everyone welcome to the party, like, you know, like, just almost being a host, like, I enjoy being a mm. host, kind of. Um, obviously, I don't think I get to do it that much, um, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy it, like, it's a it's a little weird thing I think about my personality, but I actually do enjoy it, so it was fun, I felt like I got to, like, you know, do that a little bit, like, welcome everyone, da-da-da, um, and it was nice. <laughs> um yeah but you made me a drink <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i was trying to make sure everybody got drinks like and you see yeah, like you see like at events and stuff like i think you're I'm that always guy the person yeah, that's like, the... everyone is drinking mm-hmm. oh you yeah. need a shot let me pour you a shot for you. like <laughs> and, and <it's> honestly like... <laughs> honestly to step in again and all of the lapo's um stories um sorry for the in- the interruptions but i can totally attest to the fact that yeah you're definitely a 11th hour host slash day of event host like yeah. that's where you definitely you know stri- like strive that's where you go you know um and I'm definitely more of a like leading up logistics like figuring out who we're gonna get food from like who's gonna handle decorate like I like the lead up I like the planning like to a ex- certain extent like when it's distant from the actually the actual day of excuse me and then the day of stuff I hate like even including the hosting I'm like I just want to sit in the corner and watch everybody else have fun I don't really love the like oh do you have a drink or (laughs) like all of that stuff so I think that's what makes us a good team because you're I think really good at the like back end stuff and making sure everything's running smoothly day of and I like the logistical leading up to a little bit more yeah no I definitely agree I definitely agree um so yeah that was that was fun um, unfortunately, shortly after that, mm. got hit by COVID, dun, dun. Um, which was, um, that was my first time getting COVID. I never got COVID this whole time. Me so too. I was like part of that small population. I was like, oh, I never got COVID. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't know uh-huh. what it's like. I hear that it's this, but now I can no longer do all that. Like I, I got it. Um, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I think that we should share with people. Like, I know everybody shares how they felt or whatever, um, I think we're kind of at a place where people are so much less scared of COVID, um, mm. which is a good and a bad thing, right? It's a good thing mm-hmm. because, like, people realize they have to live their lives. Um, it's a bad thing because sometimes we take it for granted, right? So we're talking about December. During all this stuff, Omicron was already out. Like, people, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the exact dates, but I'm pretty sure Omicron was already, like, known about. Mm-hmm. We were already being warned about it. Um, mm-hmm. but as you can hear, like we were still out and about like 
it was not even a thing. Like, I was not even thinking about COVID, really. <laughs> like, I have to be honest. It was not on my mind at all. I mean, in um, large respect, because myself, yourself, and everyone we know for the most part have been vaccinated for a mm-hmm. while now and haven't felt any sense of fear about catching COVID because of that. And we hadn't caught COVID to that point. And although we had all been hearing about Omicron, I didn't realize how weak the vaccines were against it. Like, I thought... Yeah. You know, I thought it was still one of those things where you can get it and maybe a little bit more than if it was like Delta or any of the other variants. But I didn't realize it was basically like the vaccine was non-existent. <laughs> At least that's how I feel. Yeah, no. And I think that's also like why we have to share it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. honestly how I felt as well, because I've been vaccinated since, I mean, as early as I could have been vaccinated, I feel like I was vaccinated. Um, and like you're kind of mentioning, like we were out and about um, and it was partially because we were told that we were allowed to be because everyone was open, um, but also because we had the vaccine. And it was like, you have the vaccine, you're pretty much good. Like, don't be too reckless. But, you know, based on our personal experiences, at the very least, we saw that we were fine with the vaccine. Like, it was almost like you were immune, even though we know it's not 100 percent, could still get it. But like, you know, the numbers that we're looking that we're working on in real life were pretty good from what we could see. Um, but yeah, no, this variant definitely got me, got, I feel like it got everyone at the event, um, except for a lucky few. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, it was interesting. I didn't feel too sick except for like one day. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe the first day that I knew I was sick, um, Mm -hmm. I had a fever. Like I had like, you know, just, you know, I felt like I had the flu. Like I felt like, oh my God, like I Mm -hmm. am weak and like that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, but after I took my Tylenol. Um, yeah, I was good and basically progressively got much better. Um, never really had the fever except for that one day. Um, I had a slight cough, but nothing too crazy. Like it really wasn't anything. Um, so yeah, whole family had to get tested. Whole family had COVID. Uh, mm. Thankful to say whole family has recovered. <laughs> Everyone is good now. Um, went to get yeah. my booster shots actually like a couple of days ago. Oh, um, me too. We didn't talk yeah. about that, but look yeah. at that. We're we're in sync. Yeah, I got my booster a couple of days ago too. Yeah, so the booster for people out there that are unsure, the booster makes a huge difference from what they're the research that they've done so far. Um, we all know that this is all catch up, right? Um, the booster wasn't made for this variant per se, but it the point of the booster was for future variants and like this kind of yeah. a thing. Um, yeah. and apparently with the booster, I want to say if I'm not misquoting the numbers you're like 70% protected, something mm. in that order, um, yeah. which is not as good as the original vaccines with the original variants, which was like, I think in the 90s. Um, yeah. But 70% compared to like, I think that like 30, 40% with just without the booster is a huge difference. So if you're on the fence about getting the booster, go get it. Um, you're allowed to mix the booster so you don't have to like, some locations yep. might not have Moderna or Pfizer or whatever. Like you can... Um, you can mix them. They'll let you know, of course. Like they'll they'll tell you. Don't just take my word for it. But I mean, no. But even I can speak to that because even in my case, I had the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, and um, the boosters. Your options are, I think, just Moderna and Pfizer. So I, mm-hmm. I had to mix in my case, and that was not an issue. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, even to go back to the symptoms you were having, I felt the same exact way. Barely had any symptoms. Felt felt pretty good for the most part. I mean, the first day was a bit <laughs> of a bit of touch and go for me at that point. It was a big headache 
lingering cough, blah, blah, blah. But overall, it was okay. But that's not to say you want to get it, like, because you might not be so lucky. Like, I know exactly. other people who had um, had gotten the what we assume is the Omicron variant, and they definitely feel much worse or felt much worse than me at the time. So you might not be so lucky. So you might as well get the booster. Um, I just, I don't see why not at this point. But Yeah, you should. I mean, and, like, I feel like my feelings about the about COVID from the very beginning was listen we're all gonna get it right mm-hmm. at some point you're going to get it we can without saying 100 percent, that's the like the case like we basically know that everyone is gonna get it at some point mm-hmm. but you want to be one of the last people to get it as much as that's possible right because even as we're talking about the variant and talking about people getting affected and everything the the deaths and like hospitalizations mm-hmm. is not like it was at the beginning, right? Like mm-hmm. it's much better to get COVID right now than it was two years yeah, ago. <laughs> like you want to, you want to prevent yourself from getting as long as possible because it's just more, because we're going to know more by the time you get it. So you that's rather true. And, and also knock on wood, like future variants will just be less and less aggressive and more and more mild. Like we've seen yeah. with Omicron versus some of the other variants. So again, if you catch a later um, version um, of COVID, hopefully it will be a very low um, or, excuse me, mild um, version of it. Because, um, you know, at this point, it does feel very endemic and it feels like that's how it's going to be moving forward, where it, it is. is something like the flu and, you know, you're just going to maybe catch it at some point, maybe not, but, you know, you just want to be as um, as prepared if and mm-hmm. when that does happen. And to the point of like the whole everybody is getting that like honestly that um thing that i've been seeing online really rings true to me where i know more people that have gotten covid this past i guess month or so than i have the entirety of covid thus far like it was insane so Yeah. yeah it's it's at a point where it feels like we're almost back to square one but to your earlier point about um less deaths and hospitalizations there is a sense of it doesn't feel quite as scary Mm-hmm. exactly exactly it's definitely not as scary as it was before um i think it just comes with us being better prepared right because we have vaccinations we've learned we have some lessons learned about just how to deal with it um and it's more familiar right like it's not mm-hmm. like it wasn't like this thing that came out of nowhere and people were just getting sick and dying from like that's basically how we found out about it I was like what? So what is this like um it doesn't feel like that now if you get it you know you're, you're, you're not like scared that like you're going to die <laughs> like you're mm-hmm. just like damn i'm sick and i don't want to get anyone else sick but that's all there is to it um so yeah and then you know just kind of ended the year quiet for the for the most part christmas was basically canceled because this is when everyone was sick like it was literally mm-hmm. right before christmas i feel mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. everyone stayed in their houses <laughs> didn't go anywhere <laughs> um yeah but yeah, that's really what my holiday period has been like. New Year's, hung out with the family, just a lot of family time, really. A lot of hanging mm-hmm. out with the family and just like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bringing in a New Year's and trying to get this thing going. Like back to work. It's like I feel like I was off work all of December. So yeah, like, no, for real. Yeah. Even though I was technically on the clock, it was really slow for me just because the nature of what i do like yeah nobody holiday works season in really, december yeah. like it's such a yeah. joke like people that go to work have nothing to do so it's like there's no, nobody's working like december yeah. if you expect anything to be done in december like 
that's not like pressing <laughs> that's not like yeah. a christmas party type thing like mm-hmm. yeah nah like nothing is happening <laughs> yeah for sure no yeah like like to your point the rest of the year was pretty chill in my opinion i mean covid was a little bit of a shit show um because i had covid i didn't get to do certain things like i didn't go to my graduation or i didn't um you know i didn't go to my jobs christmas party but i was secretly happy about that because i actually kind of didn't want to <laughs> i'm like <laughs> such a like i don't love going to parties i don't really i didn't i also really kind of didn't want to walk in my graduation i was only doing it for my mom so yeah low-key i was like kind of it was like a blessing in disguise um, <laughs> in, in a weird way um but yeah it was a pretty quiet december it just uh i think you know when you, you've heard the term winter blues i had a little bit of the winter blues i just i'm just not a winter person okay like even though my birthday falls in the winter like my spirit just thrives in the summer so um yeah like going into the new year though i'm like okay this is like we're gonna like power through the rest of the winter and then the rest of the year is my oyster um and yeah that's how I'm feeling um and we can roll into the main topic in a second but to tee it up a little bit we're going to be talking about like our viewpoints on happiness as a whole um and things of the sort um but before we get into that how about we talk a little bit about if you had new year's resolutions because I feel like your new year's resolutions are typically something that you put in play in order to hopefully get some happiness going and like to get yourself in a happy state and hopefully stay in a happy state throughout the year so let's talk a little bit about our new year's resolutions if you have any okay yeah no so i'm not really like a big new year's resolutions person because um i am the cynical person that like Mm -hmm. january 1st is just tomorrow like it's not like we're crossing over to this new year it's not this big thing yeah um but I think of late, within the last couple of years, I have been shifting my perspective in a lot of things um, where it's like, okay, like, this is silly, yes, but how about I make it less silly for myself, right? Like, how about instead of saying, like, New Year's is just another day, how about, like, I make it positive, right? Like, I make it, like you said, come up with a resolution, like, okay, yes, I could have started my resolution on December 21st, but since I haven't, why don't I take the opportunity to try to do it in January? You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. that little change of perspective for me. Um, my New Year's resolution is twofold or threefold. I don't know. It's not written down. Um, mm-hmm. But one, I just want to grind a lot harder this year. Like I just mm-hmm. want to put in an incredible amount of work. I know that I... I know that I can do a lot more work than I'm doing now. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, I just want to do that. Um, And along with that, I think my key word for the year is discipline. Um, I really want to be more disciplined in everything that I do. I think Mm -hmm. that, um, not that I'm an undisciplined person per se, but I'm kind of a person that like, I can kind of just kind of go with the flow sometimes. Um, it's nice because I think it makes me an easygoing person and people can, like, kind of bounce off of, like, I'm not the person that you're going to have an issue with in general. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes it also means that, like, stuff is happening and I'm not always taking mm-hmm. charge of it, right? Like, I'm kind of just like, uh, like, I'll get to it later, procrastinate or whatever. Like, it all comes down to discipline. So I want to be way more disciplined um, in everything. 
And then the final thing I would say is I want to be way more selfish. Um, mm. I want to be way more selfish in the sense that I want to think of myself in all situations um, and wow. really try to get myself, like, make sure that I'm good. Um, it's not that I don't always make sure that I'm good, but it's like I need to be more intentional and like, mm. yeah, now nah, like this, like, no, like this year is about me. Like I'm not um, living or doing stuff for other people. Like I love to do stuff for other people. I love like back to like me loving to host. Like, you know, it's, it's yeah. out of me loving to make everyone else comfortable, make yeah, sure everybody else sure. is good. Um, Cause it's not even like, I don't like talking to strange people, but like in a party <laughs> setting, like, if I feel like I have, like, host responsibilities, I'm going to push myself to be like, oh, like, are you good? You need a drink? Like, mm. but it's weird because I would never otherwise go talk to someone, yeah. like, you know? So yeah. it's like, yeah. I put myself in uncomfortable situations for other people. Um, and this year, I just want to be more cognizant of, like, yo, like, I'm worried about me because oh, I have man, to be worried about me. That. So those those that. are my three things. It's like discipline, um, selfishness and I, I forget what the other thing i said is but that's really and like just working just grinding a lot harder like last year was a year of a lot of change for me um i think this year is going to be a year of a lot of change mm-hmm. um but it's like changes that i want to be a lot more in control of and you know like i want to kind of take the will <laughs> if that makes any sense Good. so yeah that's that's where i'm at how about yourself um, I'll be honest with you and the listeners. I don't do resolutions. <laughs> and I don't have any. I literally have zero. I think my resolution has always been the same throughout the year. Every year is just try your best to be content. Like, oh. honestly, since I was a kid, like, genuinely speaking, like, journals I would have, like, you know, just like fill in the blank journals or whatever, like from when I was really little to like, you know, when your um, teachers would give you those papers at the beginning of the year for like Mm -hmm. icebreakers, like, what do you want? My go-to word was always content. I'm sure I like heard somebody say it on TV or something. I looked it up in the dictionary and it resonated with me where content, it was just about just being good, being secure. Like if the happiness is really um, difficult to obtain, all the time but contentness isn't as difficult um and so I feel like that's something I've always lived by um and so yeah like it's just always trying my best to be content with wherever I'm at um that's not to say be be complacent it's just understand where you are at at the very moment that you're there and be okay with it and then you know have goals that you kind of make on the fly. So I never have big overarching goals for like my year or for my month. It's just kind of knowing that my North Star is being content and, you know, working around that. Um, But I love all the stuff you said, like when you're you're going down your list, I'm like, I should have a list like that. That seems very um, fulfilling. Like even the last thing you said about being selfish, like being intentional about your own self-care is Uh really important and um i feel like i'm not always like that so maybe i'll i'll you know do an exercise so that i can copy you um and have a few words that i write down outside of just being content that i could work towards well that's how i feel about resolutions that's where i'm at um 
did you have anything else you wanted to catch up on or should we roll into the main topic? I think we should jump into the main topic. Um, but I will definitely say I support the concept of having um, a list of some sort. Like in that list, I don't have it written down anywhere. I do need mm-hmm. to write it down. Um, but it's it's good to do just, like I said, like why not just take the opportunity to write out a few things that you really want to do. And like year, a, a year or a new year is an arbitrary like period, right? Like why does it have to be within the new year? Why can't it be like whatever? Like all those things don't matter. Like just mm. start now, make it something because we always have goals. We always have objectives, right? Like whether we write them down or not whether we vocalize them or not um yeah so you know just check up on your goals like reevaluate them because sometimes you set goals and like stuff changes right Mm -hmm. so to your point of being content like hey like am i still am i gonna beat myself up over this goal that i had set that Mm -hmm. isn't as realistic anymore or you know whatever the case might be so yeah it's, it's a good exercise i'm definitely trying to remind myself of all those things i just told you because mm-hmm. it's a day-to-day thing too you know it's like yeah I have to be disciplined today <laughs> yeah and having a list like that keeps you more accountable like so when you're taking certain actions that are counterintuitive to a list that you set for yourself then mm-hmm. you can catch yourself like ah, oh, is that so disciplined or is that being selfish or too selfless you know what I yeah mean? like yeah I, I i think that's definitely um worth doing so yeah. I definitely will copy you. <laughs> I, I see it all the time online, though, like people who do like vision boards and things like that. I just have never been someone who bought into it or fell into that. Um, but, you know, yeah. why not? Yeah. I mean, and again, it's like I don't subscribe to it religiously, but it's just one of those things. Like, why not? If you mm-hmm. like it doesn't hurt to do it. Um, the only thing that can come from it are positive things like you. You know, like, you're more focused, you have it now, you can hold yourself more accountable, um, and all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think we should talk about happiness. Um, yeah. This is something I think is important to talk about because we... So this season, we're, like, of course, we're, like, digging deeper. We're, like, right. trying to touch on deeper topics than maybe we usually do or trying to go a little bit more in-depth. Um, we've talked about, you know, just all kinds of things, insecurities, finances beauty um all that kind of stuff we've talked about everything mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. death um and for me in my head this is really like kind of the opposite of that yeah kind of thing where it's like let's look forward um but in a positive way right like, let's look forward and really talk about what happiness is because i think happiness mm-hmm. is one of those things that like we all um instinctively know what it means but to the point of like vocalizing and writing things down we don't necessarily always vocalize or write Mm. down what we think happiness is it's just like right because happiness is a feeling you just know when you feel happy um but sometimes it's good to like think about what exactly makes you happy like what exactly would make you happy um Mm. because it helps to direct your life you know what i mean like if yeah we're gonna assume that like everyone's goal in life is to be happy um whether you call it happiness or you call it something else happiness is like the ultimate goal um i think it's important to talk about and you know just one of those kinds of things that you know we don't we don't think or talk about enough um so i guess i'll kind of start off with you um 
when when we talk about happiness, like what does that look like or feel like to you? Like what comes to mind when you think of like happiness? Ooh, that's a really good question and quite loaded. I mean, the way you even teed it up, I felt like there was an air of positivity around it, um, which is pretty much innate to happiness. Mm-hmm. I do think though that if you say happiness in a room, different people are going to take it differently depending on what time of life they're in right now. So Mm. for me, happiness feels a little less attainable than it typically does. It feels a little bit more distant for me than it typically does, which has me struggling with knowing what it is that's going to amount to happiness for me. Like, okay, I say that to say, like, if you're feeling super stressed in work or in life for whatever reason, then you're like, that's all I'm kind of, that's all I'm kind of, um, working towards. I want to be less stressed. I want to like, whatever feels a little bit loose right now, like whatever I need to tighten up, that's like my main priority. Happiness comes after. But if you feel like everything's going well, like, you know, job is going well, graduated, have kids or a partner or whatever it is, whatever feels pretty okay in life, then your only concern should be, okay, I want to maintain this and what can I do to build on that? Like, what can I do to feel even more happy? And I feel like, I'm not there yet. And I want to get there. I want to feel like, um, I want to feel like, because right now I actually really love my job. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm in a good spot where I graduated. I feel pretty secure about myself and confident as a human, but something still doesn't like, I don't know what it is. Like there's a missing link for me in terms of feeling fully well-rounded, fully fleshed out. I think I'm at that point where like, you know, midlife crisis, turn 27 like I don't really know what's next I don't know I don't really have benchmarks I've explained it to my friends before in the sense that like you know some of my closest friends like doing for instance your sister is married and has kids and so her life has to be rooted in her family unit or Uh um one of my closer friends is you know pursuing her um her md like being a full-blown doctor i mean she already is she's a resident but she's in the resident program so her life Mm -hmm. is rooted in in finishing that up or one of my friends you know got married a year ago so her her rootedness is to like figure shit out with like her new husband her new life stuff like Mm -hmm. that i feel like i'm not rooted in anything you know what i mean i feel like i'm just kind of i'm kind of just <laughs> just flailing. <laughs> so I think that's where I'm at. I think I'm trying to figure that shit out before I even concern myself with happiness. Cause right now I just want to make sure I stay content. And um I think once I do that, happiness will look to me as though like, oh my God, like I'm so worry free. I mean as worry free as any human can be. Um I'm so stress free. I'm so free. Like free. Oh, that's what it is. Happiness equals freedom to me. Like freedom from feeling bogged down mm. by like the realities of life. Mm. It's really hard. I mean, I don't think any really honestly, I've seen this sentiment all the time, but it resonated with me more recently, more than ever. Nobody has their shit together. Everybody's always trying to figure something out. Everybody's always fucked up <laughs> in some sense, like not yeah. some more some more dramatic than others. But you know, you see that thing all the time as like your parents are still in their old age trying to figure shit out because you always thought oh your parents have everything together and then when you become an adult you realize oh they don't they're just trying Uh to figure shit out just like you so 
yeah realizing that okay as much as like my north star has been being content once i'm i once i'm over that hump of feeling content and feeling super free that's really when i can attain happiness in my opinion um so that's a loaded way of answering your question but it's just how i'm feeling (laughs) yeah no i appreciate i mean that's a honest answer i can definitely hear that like it's something that you know like and it's something we all grapple with and Mm -hmm. you know a couple things that you said that i'm going to kind of just jump off of is like Mm -hmm. it's something that we're all we're all striving towards we're always going to be striving towards right like Mm -hmm. i think of course, we're posing happiness like it's this singular thing, but it's yeah. relative, right? Like it's a spectrum. Yep, exactly. Um, which is kind of what you're saying is like, okay, from where I am, how I how do I become happier? Yeah. Right? Like how do I get to the next point along this spectrum? Yeah, like yeah. that's that's our daily struggle, um, mm-hmm. in one way or the other. Um you also mentioned like stress, right? Like stress and wearing and like how that is the more you have of that, the less happy you feel like you are. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. Which is a very true thing. Um, it might not really actually be true because sometimes, like, you just have stress just because. But it definitely yeah. feels like um, you're less happy if you have to deal with a lot of stress, like, yeah. all the time. Um, yeah. And then another thing you talked about was, like, freedom, right? Like, and I think yeah. freedom and happiness kind of go hand in hand because when you think of mm-hmm. happy you do think of freedom. You think of, you know, whatever freedom means to you, right? You think of, mm-hmm. like, um, like you said, freedom from burdens. And for yeah. everyone, burdens are different, right? Like, some people, yeah. their burdens are financial. Like, yeah. I know, like, for me, that's something that's becoming more of a focus for me is, like, financial mm-hmm. freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wanting to be comfortable financially, knowing that, like, okay, I am not living paycheck to paycheck, yeah. right? Like, I yeah. have a reserve that like yeah i'm not worried if someone was to call me from work um mm-hmm. talking kind of funny i wouldn't be like my life wouldn't be over as i yeah. know you know what i mean like yeah. that's yeah. a freedom that we don't Ooh, talk about enough but most cool. of us don't yeah. have that right like most of us don't have mm-hmm. that kind of freedom of like if you got laid off today what are you doing tomorrow like mm-hmm. what's the next thing you're doing like obviously applying for jobs and all that kind of stuff but like can your life continue as you know it or is everything changing like immediately that's a huge factor um freedom like in terms of who's around you right like what kind of burdens you have to deal with who are the people that um make you feel free right because we talked about being around people and um i talked about not being as comfortable around strangers so for me like i want to be around people that i don't feel are strangers right like those people that make me feel comfortable like that's freedom in itself because i can Mm. just be myself and Mm. not worry about all the million other things i could be worried about like that's part of happiness yeah Um, for sure for sure so yeah it's i mean happiness is complicated i think that for me i see happiness as something that um so i agree with you definitely i feel like i'm happy like i always feel like i'm happy because i'm always like um (laughs) i have a positive yeah you or spin on Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. for better or worse right like Mm -hmm. i'm that person that like I just I try my best to find the positive because I cannot deal with negativity. Like I think sometimes it's it's not so much that I love positivity, is that I hate negativity. Yeah, like, I can't I deal with the stress of like the negative. So I'm like, yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna deal with that. Let's deal with the positive here. <laughs> like yeah. let's focus on that. Um but yeah, I think that for me, happiness is definitely 
not having to deal with a lot of stress. I think having um, financial freedom, being around people that I love, being able to build a life that is fulfilling um, in both the mundane and the extraordinary ways, right? Ooh, like, that's, that's I'm right really, there. yeah, like, I'm that's really it. big on, like, mundane things being enjoyable. Like, yeah. I'm the person that, like, I'm going to just enjoy sitting down and watching TV. Like, mm-hmm. I want I to be able to sit down and watch TV without a worry, without anything on my mind. Like, that's happiness. Like, that's, like, I wake up in the morning and I'm not stressed. I don't have to stress about anything. Like, um, yeah. I think that's, that's the synchronicity. Right? I think that's the synchronicity in our definitions. Like I think you're essentially speaking to that idea of freedom that I mentioned, where you're just so okay and again happy that like nothing else is really con- on your mind, on your mental. Nothing else concerns you. Like to the point where, like you're saying, you're happy in the mundane just as much as the extraordinary. Because the extraordinary, a lot of times, might distract you mm-hmm. enough from whatever is going on that, you know, then you, you're forced to feel happy because you're so distracted and you're so in the moment of whatever extraordinary thing is occurring. But in the mundane, it's not much of a distraction a lot of times. Like, have you ever tried watching TV when you're super stressed? Like, you can't. You can't really. TV can sometimes not really do what it's designed to do in terms of distracting you yeah. you just end up going right back to square one in, in your thoughts or whatever it is you know you tune out of the show or you tune out of scrolling on social media or whatever other mundane activities you do or while you're cooking all you're thinking about is whatever stress you're going to have to deal with once you do eat your meal yeah. so if you're doing some mundane things and your mind is just gravitating to positive things or not even gravitating at all. You can fully be watching your football game or your Gossip Girl episode or whatever and really be immersed in it. That to me means you're free from all the outside noise as much as any person could be. Because again, yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, it's almost impossible to be 100% <laughs> like, you know, distant from any troubles or worries in the world. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, we, we're... We're speaking of like a utopic type yeah. situation, right? Like, yeah. which we know is never fully attainable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you kind of—I don't know—I don't remember what you said. We said something that made me think, like, no matter where you get to, like, ha- the definition of happiness will continue shifting, right? Like, yep, yep. So yep, you're yep, always yep. going to be looking for something else. Like that's why people struggle with the concept of like celebrities not being happy, right? Or like rich people yeah. not being happy because, mm-hmm. from your perspective, you're saying like. All I need to be happy is money. You have money and you're not happy. And it's because when you get money, there's going to be, there's just always going to be something else. Like, that's just the nature mm-hmm. of happiness and the human, like, psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to ask, though, like, why we're on the topic. I feel like we're talking about it in personal ways, but also a little bit broad. Like, mm-hmm. for you, let's, like, you know, let's use a construct of 2022, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just fall under it. But what do you think, like, it would take for you to be happier this year like what what is something or some things that are like i think this would make me happier like i know you said that like you mm-hmm. feel like you're not sure where that is but i feel like deep down you must know some some things that might make you happy or happier okay um like if you're I, thinking like I guess Yo, I... december 2022 where would you like your life to be? Like, what's a uh, possible, realistic, yeah. feasible, or maybe not feasible? Like, it's all in your perspective, right? But something that you're like, yo, if I'm in this spot, I think I'll be happy. Like, 
That's and I said feasible really, just because it's not like, okay, if I'm president of the U.S., I'll be happy. Like, okay, like, you know about <laughs> that's a really good. That's a really that's a really good question. I mean, I have one that popped into my mind, but I don't know that I want to share it on the podcast, so I won't. I have one. Um, <laughs> it, it it and I will say it's nothing like oh, being in a relationship or like anything like that. Like it genuinely isn't like. Um, it's just one that you know. It's one of those things like maybe I don't want to jinx it. Slash, I just you know certain things you just want to see where it goes see what happens and okay life will take you but i will say unequivocally it has nothing to do with boys or money or any of the like genuine um, general basic things um mm-hmm. but one that i can give is maybe i feel like to this point i've already attained what you were mentioning earlier about friendships that like i can just settle in that space with whoever I'm with and feel completely accepted. Like I have a handful of friends that I feel that about, but Uh I want to take life a step further now where I don't, because to this point in life, I feel like I'm always the friend that goes out of my way to ensure my friends are good. Uh And I always keep everything inside and honestly i really think because it served me well because to me whenever i do okay when i finally i'm like okay let me share some of whatever my internal struggles are i feel like it doesn't really go anywhere like nobody can ever really say anything to make me Mm. feel better or like because i'm a very like fix it oriented person and if i feel like sharing it doesn't fix whatever i'm going through then it feels like all for naught so i think what could make me happier this year is either getting to a point where I'm okay with, I might share shit and it goes nowhere. Nobody really checks in like three weeks later to make sure I'm still good or nobody can really fix it or whatever. And I'd uh-huh. be okay with that, you know, be okay with just sharing for the sake of sharing. Because uh-huh. from what I've heard, that does feel very euphoric when you get shit out. I just haven't ever really gotten there. So I think that's something that can make me feel happier, like in my intimate relationships where I feel com I feel comfortable. I feel confident. I feel good. But I feel like there's I could even take it further. Because a lot of being um intimate with somebody platonically or otherwise is from like the mutual sharing of things. And if it always feels one sided and I feel like I'm taking everybody's things in and internalizing people's struggles and doing what I can do to make them feel better and never really turning that on its head then you know it feels very one-sided i've never found it to be an issue but i feel like the people on the other end might they might be like okay well i just bared my soul why doesn't she ever you know what i mean so yeah it's getting really in the weeds but i do think i want to make my relationships that much better by getting to a point where i'm good to share and like expunge some of my feelings yeah, that's no, gonna that's... be a work in progress. By the end yeah. of December 2022, I want to be able to say, yeah, this year I can look back and say, I my relationships got this much tighter because I worked on this thing in myself. Yeah, no, I think yeah. that's very, very valid. Um, you know, and you know, like you're saying that, like you're thinking the people, other people might feel away about it, like they won't. But it's the you, um, releasing a little bit or letting go of a little bit, um. And just kind of thinking about yourself more, right? Like sharing more yeah. of yourself, being Honestly, selfish in a way yeah. of like, yeah. okay, like yeah. we're going to have interaction and 
you have issues and I have issues and yeah. like even like you know like of course like you're saying you're gonna set your expectations of like okay I don't expect that I'm gonna share this with you I and think then that's it's gonna be better but I think that's I'm gonna share is. with you anyway because I'm sharing it for my sake mm. of like I want to yeah. get it out if that's yeah. something you feel like genuinely is gonna help you you know what I mean or make yeah. you feel better in any way so yeah it's being selfish like and I I respect yeah. that. That's the goal. All twenty seven. I know, so, like, and, and honestly, I don't like selfishness where it feels like somebody is um going to be in a worse place as a result of that selfishness. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Like, I realize it's selfish. It's selfish when you go and unload on people that yeah. really can't do anything, which is why I just don't. But I and I think it's also because I'm always concerned with I don't want to. I like the person can't do shit so what is the point like they're just mm-hmm. gonna end up feeling bad for me and then it is what it is and we all move on and whatever um but I guess realizing that in that selfishness sometimes like I said earlier it, it ends up breeding an even closer relationship or friendship or whatever it, is. it doesn't always have to feel like you're unloading to no end and that the person's gonna be in a worse off place as a result it could be that oh wow this person trusted me with their feelings, even though it is selfish that I'm doing it, they feel a sense of like camaraderie as a result of it. Um, but these are just like <laughs> thoughts that I think of in the shower and shit. Like I, I'm surprised that I'm even like going down this rabbit hole with you. But you know that's what you get when you have a like a free for all, and we don't have an outline or anything. So I'm just yeah, I mean, what comes to mind? Yeah, and I'm sure like it's impactful to share it and it's impactful yeah. for it's impactful for me hearing it I'm, I'm sure it's going to be impactful for our listeners hearing it because mm-hmm. sometimes like you just have to hear people's mindsets or what they're thinking to also spark that in yourself mm-hmm. or make you reflect on it yourself right like yeah. someone listens to this they might have no like understanding or relation to that but they might mm-hmm. have something else that like yo like what would actually really make me happy like what would make me happy mm, in a year like yeah. what do I think happiness really looks like or yeah. you know a success or whatever and you know I think that for myself like um, I'll kind of echo a little bit with like I want all my personal relationships to be in a better place mm. right like, I feel like I have all kinds of relationships like with all kinds of people mm-hmm. um, and I don't think they're in bad places necessarily, right? Like, it's not like, oh, my relationships are shit or whatever, but I want them to be better, right? Like, I think mm. that there is a level of um, improvement or elevation or whatever that all of my relationships can go through. And, of course, when I put it in that way, I'm kind of the common denominator, right? So it's like, I think that I also need to, in a way grow so that i can be better in all my relationships Mm. Um, if you allow me to put words in your mouth would you say like maybe some of your relationships are like an autopilot oh of course like i definitely they're not bad (laughs) they're just you know yeah like that's also that's also been one of my things like um that i really think i need to work on is being more present like being more like not just like i said like not just going with the flow like sometimes i've been like no like i'm not just going with the flow i'm going to i'm going to decide how the flow is going to be like i'm not going to be like oh i'll see you when i see you like no i'm going to go out of my way to be like i'm coming to see you or like i'm calling you up i'm texting you like Mm. that kind of a thing um the intentionality of those simple things makes a huge difference right because i know people that are intentional about that kind of stuff and i see like the difference it makes is like 
you know, like all this person does is they just decide that they're doing this thing and mm-hmm. it makes a world of difference. Um, but yeah, I think that's something I really want to do. Like that's something that would make me a lot happier is feeling that level of happiness in more of my relationships, right? Or mm-hmm. that level of like closeness and mm-hmm. like um, just rhythm or whatever the word is in all my relationships. That would make me a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Um I know I definitely because to add to that really quickly, the true measure of happiness based on certain studies or whatever is people's relationships, like how they feel in their relationships. That's where happiness comes from. Um, Because I mean, the human species at the end of the day, we're a very communal species. Like that's why they say like the worst form of torture is isolation or solitary confinement Mm -hmm. so yeah like I feel like to get to a point where you feel truly happy it's about having relationships you wholly feel fulfilled in so like doing like an inventory of your relationships like it's not about the quantity so if it's about paring down your relationships that might be your path or Mm -hmm. if you feel like okay you have the quality now what can you do to make it that much more and realizing that not every relationship is going to be fulfilling on all cylinders but knowing whatever you need or you can think can be improved in certain relationships is something you can work on then you should why not like if this friend you know you can see that there's something there that could be built upon and that by the end of this year could be that much sweeter. Why not pursue that? Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I think that's, you know, it's just that evaluation and figuring out how to make things better and make things better for your own sake. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing it for my own sake, right? Like mm-hmm. to your point, mm-hmm. I'm doing it for my happiness. Like, yeah, I want everyone I'm in a relationship with to be happy as well. But like, I know that if I have a better relationship with, everyone in my life that mm. I will be happier myself mm-hmm. um and that's what we're talking about here you yeah. know and um I also think just like more ventures like more success in mm. all of my little ideas and ventures and crafts mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I like I mentioned discipline because I really want to do a lot of things this year um mm. and for me to do a lot of these things it has to be really disciplined. Like, I want to, like, I just want to do a lot. I've always wanted to be a person that, like, just is a random, like, collection of, like, stuff, mm. um, if that makes sense. Like, that's what I've always envisioned myself as wanting to be. Like, to me, that's, like, it's dope. Like, someone that's just, like, into this, into that, into this, into that, like, a jack like of a all jack of, I was going to literally say that, yeah, jack of all yeah. Um, but an that's expert something that I really... at all expert at all of them <laughs> yeah like I, that's just something that's just really cool to me like yeah. I've always been that person like I remember being in high school time for college everyone's like what are you gonna major and I'm like I don't know like I like everything <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can do anything I don't see why I shouldn't so mm-hmm. I think that for me happiness also is rooted in that it's rooted in like doing a bunch of different things and also being successful at it right like also um, and success is relative right like it's success in a way that makes me happy like i want to let's say i want to learn a new language i don't think i'm going to do that this year but i want to learn a new language like that's something that's going to make me happier because i'm going to feel more fulfilled i'm going to feel more well-rounded i'm going to feel like more of the person that i want to ultimately become right Mm -hmm. so yeah for me that's like a little bit about what i think would make me a little happier it's just 
get into delve into all kinds of things to work with different people on different projects like i want to just be like doing a bunch of stuff uh, that i like to do and is also ultimately impactful to other people and i want to enjoy like the entire process like yeah that's that's my happiness in a not so small nutshell yeah no on the topic of relationships honestly i feel like i just to give maybe something more tangible Mm -hmm. in the vein of what would make me happy i do think like a I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel weird saying this because I don't like the idea of romantic relationships bringing somebody happiness. But for so long now, for probably all of my 20s to this point, I've been very resistant to a genuine long-term, like as much as I wanted it, we've talked about it in, you know, ever, never loved or loved mm-hmm. and lost or whatever. I've always wanted love, but I've, I've definitely created an armor around myself where like, it's not something I ever truly pursue in a serious way or when it feels like it's close, like I mm-hmm. definitely push it away. I'm textbook commitment issues, like weird shit when it comes to like all that stuff, even though I'm like a romantic person in general. Like I I romanticize a lot of things. I love the idea of love. I love love for other people. <laughs> like awe is one of my most frequently used words. Like I love love. <laughs> I think it's all cute and everything, but just for me for whatever reason you know maybe maybe i'm gonna now be one of those people like oh i should probably go to therapy (laughs) and figure it out but either way like for whatever reason i've always been like distant from that so i'm thinking maybe learning to like release that armor not necessarily getting into that like forever relationship or love in Mm -hmm. 2022 but getting to a point where i feel like i'm so welcoming coming of it like no holds barred like ready to dive in like really open to it like really welcoming of it like I think that could get because like I said earlier like I'm someone who realizes like happiness comes from relationships like the relationships you can cultivate in so many different arenas and I feel like I have an amazing relationship with my family I have an amazing relationship with several of my best friends but that's the romantic relationship is one that I'm always I'm always like, you know, closing the door on and maybe I should just be more open to it. Maybe th- I think that could be a form of happiness. Um, of course. I mean, happiness. Or and... path, a path towards happiness. Yeah, like a path towards happiness. Like yeah. you ultimately see yourself, we've talked about this before, but ultimately see like marriage and all that like yeah. in your life being something yeah, that you want. I so yeah. of course something that would make you happier is if you're closer to it, right? Like, yeah. And like you're saying, like maybe closer to it is in steps so maybe the next step might not necessarily be in a full-time committed relationship but maybe the next step is being ready for that like genuinely exactly ready for that, you know like yeah yeah like, of course no, no no like i guess the best way i can tan- make this tangible is saying like i went on a few first dates last year and on on them i always was like ah this is probably not gonna be it like i went into it like okay let's see how long this one lasts like mm. <laughs> let's you know what i mean maybe i want to go on dates where i'm not thinking like that like where i'm like oh let's see where this goes like being more glass half full than glass yeah. half empty about yeah it. yeah and it's i mean again like it's very valid and also i think yeah. you mentioned something about like kind of um knowing yourself more you mentioned therapy and i think that that's 
always like one of those things that I think makes people more happy. I think for me, will also make me happier is like knowing, being more in tune with myself, like in mm. every way, like understanding myself a lot more because we we don't always know ourselves as much as we do. And sometimes there's so much stuff that we don't uncover or deal with, right? Like, and it might not be therapy necessarily, but it's like finding a way to just be more knowledgeable and comfortable with yourself so that you can, in fact, do a lot of the things that you're trying to do. You know what I mean? I love that you said it that way because, yeah, I don't know if therapy is for me. I don't know. I just never really truly like truly thought of it as like a thing I would do maybe that will change I don't know but it's just not something that's really ever been in my cards actually before I move forward how about for you do you think therapy is for you, you think um I used it? to think that therapy was not for me yeah. but I think that I am definitely going to do therapy um it's just a matter of when when um, and I think that honestly for being honest like a lot of people I think that's the case for them like and you know mm-hmm. I think we have this negative connotation of therapy for being for the most traumatic things or craziest things yeah um and it doesn't have to be like you can do therapy simply because you want to deal with stress better like they will see you you can like that can help you out you can do therapy because you have a relationship um with whoever right romantic or otherwise and you just want to build that relationship out better because another thing we don't always talk through or talk about is that no matter how good a relationship is, there's always stuff there. There's always right? stuff, like, yeah. So, to me, my biggest thing with therapy is more of, like, figuring out is what's worth it for me to go into therapy, right? Like, what's worth it to, like, what's gonna unravel push you into everything? It. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's to me, like, that's the biggest thing. But I know that for sure I'm going to go into it um, because it's just, it's the way of the world, like, the I only know. thing I think stopping me, not the only thing, but the biggest things now stopping me is more of the logistics of it. It's more of the, like, why, the where, the who, the, you know, the financial, like, it's all these other aspects, but therapy itself as a concept, I think I am, I've reached a point that I, I've almost kind of accepted that I'm going to do it at some point. Um, but I also don't feel like I need it, like, for my life to function, which is why it's like a some point I'll do it like when I'm it's a luxury kind of it's like oh when I have the luxury of doing it like I'll, I'll do it <laughs> I know but, what you mean yeah um, and honestly I mean it. I mean to your point of it's the way of the world I've heard the sentiment over and over again in the past few years I would say that like like um to your earlier point it's not always when you have a crisis like it's just a matter of taking care of your mental just like you would of your physical well-being um so like why why not like <laughs> that's my favorite tagline apparently and it's yeah. how I feel about therapy as well so yeah although I haven't ever really felt like it's I needed it or it's for me per se like I've thought about it again just because it's more in the zeitgeist than it's ever been before and it's just something you hear about all the time but I've never really felt the need to take the leap but who knows maybe it'll change but the reason I said that is because although I'm not someone who has ever really thought about therapy in a practical sense like I'm gonna take that step you know in the near future I am somebody who's very interested in being introspective and taking um, stock of where I am. Um, I'm very, I'm very into like reading books, not books, <laughs> let me stop lying, um, but like reading articles, listening to YouTube um, videos, like 
listening to podcasts upon podcasts or uh, whatever it is to try and just learn more about like the human experience and all of that. Mm. So like, it's like, that's something that I definitely find brings me happiness and I want to continue to build on in the sense that like, because I realize that happiness isn't this one thing like this, I'm going to do this and I'm going to feel happy. And I, I realize it's a spectrum like you described earlier. It makes me um, more welcoming of whatever form happiness is going to come for me. Like I'm re- I realize it can come in several different forms and I, I work towards that as opposed to one central or singular thing. I'm not like, oh, if I get a house or if I make this certain salary or if I meet this certain person, I'm going to feel happy. I realize it's like a hodgepodge of things and a lot of times it's intangibles. And so that's something I definitely want to work towards and I, I can see benefiting me throughout this year. Yeah, ditto, ditto. I think that, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's been interesting to talk about happiness, you know. It's yeah, it's a complicated yeah. thing. It's something that is, you have to think about it as you're talking about it, you're thinking about it more, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you could go on and on just thinking about all the different facets of what makes happiness for you as a person. Um, but I think ultimately, I hope that, we are able to get happiness. I hope that, mm-hmm. you know, we both individually and the podcast and everyone listening really like gets to be happier this year. I think that that's my, my wish for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you fall more on the, like what I feel is like you fall more on the Delapo side. That's more like there's a positive twinge to how you're discussing it. And my side where it's more melancholy about it all, whichever side you're on, I think, um, I think a lot of what we've discussed about is something you can marinate on and see Uh how it applies to your life. And hopefully we all talk again in January, 2023 and we'll see, maybe it will flip. Maybe I'll be talking about happiness (laughs) more positive (laughs) and you'll be more melancholy and then, you know, we'll figure it out from there. But anyway, it's been fun rambling on about happiness with you. It's one of those topics I definitely think about all the time, much like we said with death, much like we said with um, other topics we've talked about this season, happiness is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, I think for me, happiness is like, I don't think about it much in, in the context of myself, which is why I'm trying to be more selfish. Like, I think I usually just think about it more like, oh, I wonder if this person is happy. I wonder how mm. happy this, you know what I mean? But like, mm. I don't always stop and evaluate like, oh, how happy am I? Like, I, I wonder mm. if I'm happy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah it's a little bit scary like that's also the other thing the more you look at yourself like for me anyway it's like scary because it's like yo if you look at yourself and say am i really happy what if you decide you're not happy Mm. then like you have to change your whole life then like (laughs) chaos (laughs) like (laughs) um and like Mm. real quick before we get off of it i kind of think of um the chris rock movie the i think i love my wife Mm. i Um, watched it yeah I don't know. That movie had such an impact oh, on me. Like, I don't online. know why. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of why did I get married. I don't know if I've watched No, no. I, I think I Love My Wife, wife is yeah. the Chris Rock with... Yeah, um, I know. What's the girl I'm, from I'm, Scandal? I'm familiar with it. Um, uh, Carrie Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm familiar with that. I just don't know if I've watched it. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. So one of the main, like... It's a very basic movie in terms of, like, it's a man that um, runs into, like, an old girlfriend, a girl he used to, like, have a crush on and like Mm -hmm. now he's considering cheating on his wife with her Mm -hmm. um but one of the main concepts that like he goes through the character goes through is figuring out like is he happy right because Mm -hmm. 
you know, of course, you know how enemies of progress always do in relationships. They'll ask you, like, <laughs> are you happy? Like, that's always the, you know? So yeah. he was battling with that question throughout the whole movie. Like, am I happy? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the end, he figured out that he was happy. Like, he just Spoiler had a Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, no, no, funny. don't worry. You, you still don't know what happens anyway. Like, But, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it's also a very old movie. Like, mm-hmm. but I just think it's interesting, like, the, the fact that he figured out he was happy but mm-hmm. when he was asked that question, he couldn't answer it, like, because he'd never thought about it. Um, I think happiness is one of those things. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you might not think about how happy you are or you aren't. But mm-hmm. um, when you think about it, you can probably figure it out and you'll make changes accordingly. Um, with that, I think we should talk about some music, something that makes us happy. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I ain't got shit for y'all this time. I actually really haven't listened to music like that. I've listened to some stuff. Like, I listened to Roddy Rich's new album a little bit. I didn't, I didn't finish it even. Alicia Keys had an album that dropped. But yeah. um, Nas had a project that dropped. Like, But I haven't, I don't, I can't say I have a song or anything I can shout out about them. Um, I didn't even really, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I really loved, like, the Alicia Keys or Roddy project. Um, like, um, those sounds like, pro- well, the Roddy project, I heard people saying that it wasn't that good, so. Yeah. Um, I was never really going to listen to his album, like, he's just not that, like, he hasn't elevated to that type of artist for me that I would go listen mm-hmm. to his album. Mm-hmm. Alicia Keys, um, it's a weird situation, like, she makes music that's not bad, but it's almost kind of like, I don't know, I feel, I feel like at some point we get done with uh, artists, with artists on some level I agree. so yeah. it's like yeah. they yeah. have to do a lot to impress us like yeah because i listen to their music and i'm like yeah this is not a bad song but like i'm not checking for alicia keys yeah. in general so i, I feel bad because i'm like i feel like we're grading her like on a very steep curve yeah um, so yeah i would also not be listening to her album <laughs> like, yeah but i know you probably listen to Nas, right um i haven't listened to the whole album but yes mm-hmm. i heard incredible things about it i heard it was very mm-hmm. good um, mm-hmm. I've listened to maybe four or five songs, um, and it is in fact very good. Um, yeah, I think like Nas just he's figured it out with his boy. Like it was. Yeah, they have. I don't know. I don't know why the guy was suffering for so long with like random. <laughs> I mean, he did stuff for Alchemist and those people. So let me not say mm-hmm. randoms, but like mm-hmm. it was just like it's so funny because everyone knew like Nas. Like you could be so much better if you like focused like on the music as opposed to just the words mm-hmm. um and i feel like he basically has found a good partnership where like they have a good balance of like yeah you're gonna rap and give us all your bars but like it needs to sound nice like i don't know like yeah. for me that was always a thing that like that's the thing that jay-z figured out quick and early that's the thing yeah. that drake figured out quick and early quick is and like early, yeah yeah rap but like how does it sound like yeah does it sound like because it's music at the end of the day that's why like rappers i just be rapping i'm like mm-hmm. you realize that it's music like this is not we and i think here for poetry we came here for music I, and i think that's what like someone like an andre 3000 did well where he realized maybe that yes. oh, his, his his passion isn't in the music as much anymore it's still in the words so if somebody else wants to make a good song that i can hop on real quick and yeah. show my words i will whereas Nas is still trying the whole like let me release the music stuff and like you said it wasn't top tier um and he yeah he just was somebody who fell prey to i think not having the best um pairings with people like even mm-hmm. with kanye where kanye has a separate entities obviously Kanye and Nas is but then them together weren't amazing whereas I feel like someone like a Jay-Z 
never worked with anybody that he couldn't get to that with like where he couldn't get like this nice pairing mm-hmm. and um result out of um but yeah, yeah i mean what did you want to shout out though um i mean since we just talked about nas i'll just do nas um okay um Wave Gods featuring ASAP Rocky. Hold up and analyze. Come on, get on, get some. Listen close as I prove my point. We do our thing, son. Hold up and analyze. Come on, get on, get some. Listen close as I prove my point. Ready to make an entrance, so crack on it. No comparison, we more solid than they are. Me and Hit Boy, they say we like the new gang star. Me and Flaco, they say we. The nice song, just chill. Oh. ASAP has been quiet lately. He does like a, he just pops up here and there on people's projects. But yeah, he hasn't really been releasing, pumping out music of his own uh, much. Yeah, but he seems, uh, he seems like he's very happy. He's definitely, <laughs> I, yeah, he definitely seems happy. And he is active, like I said, in the sense that I. I see him pop up. Like he has a song with um you know the artist Yeba that everybody keeps talking about? Who? She's Yeba. She um, was on Drake's album. She was on Drake's okay, album. I think yeah, it's yeah. called Yeba's Interview. Vaguely familiar with the name. She's she's in these streets a bit. Um yeah, like a lot of people like her. She's like the new it girl in my opinion. Um mm. I don't know. I don't love her music all like I'm not like, oh Yeba is life for me. Mm-hmm. But she has some good songs and um I brought her up because she has a song with ASAP Rocky I actually really like. But yeah, you can play that as my shout out or tune up. It was a stormy winter. I was a city bird. And not the sense I can remember. play played the one called um louis bag i think it's with smino i want to call it that's my favorite yeba song so you can play that one as my shout out this is a yeba song you're talking about right now yeba yeah yeba featuring smino louis bag okay all right that is my tune of the week all right so you heard it here first mm-hmm. um and last but not least let's do some shout outs um some announcements yeah, I think shout-outs is not the right term these days. It's more of, like, um, <laughs> yeah. PSAs or I know, something. Right? Like... I know, because yeah, definitely some sad yeah. stuff we have to talk about in this. Exactly. Segment. So, first, we're just going to give a big rest in peace to a couple of names that have passed mm-hmm. recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier being mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones. Um, yeah. First Black actor to win an Oscar, just... You know, mm-hmm. someone that really paved the way for mm-hmm. a lot of black actors and actresses in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, very influential figure. Um, rest in peace, Betty White also passed yep. away recently. Yep. Um, oh, my God. 17 days or something before she turned 100. I'm like, yeah, wow, isn't that poetic? Um, but and I think I, the funny thing is prior to her death, I had just. I had been thinking about her recently. I don't know if it's I saw something, but she had popped into my mind. And then I think I saw that she was supposed to do some sort of special for her 100th birthday. But mm. obviously that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, but she still seemed to have lived a very 
full and great and amazing life and um you know the things that have come out since her death about like you know some things she did um in terms of like moving forward um women in the industry or mm-hmm. like um standing up against um some discrimination in the industry things like that it just shows how you know fulfilled and well-rounded her life was so um, yeah it's sad but it's also in the in the vein of being nigerian and how we view death it's also something worth celebrating a long and fruitful life yeah exactly like you said yeah. very very full life um you know kind of yeah. on the theme of happiness like that's happiness as well right yeah. like living a life that whenever you do pass on like you yourself when you get to that point and people that know you or know enough about you um can feel that like yo you had a full life like i think yeah. there's happiness in that as well because yeah. when we say full life like what does that mean it means happy <laughs> like ultimately yeah. that's what it means it, it means yeah. a happy life um, it doesn't always have to be even long just happy because there's people exactly who passed away in um, at much younger ages and can still say they lived a very fruitful well-rounded life so and mm-hmm. even with sydney sydney he lived a long life it was full yeah. it seemed um, and like, yeah, he had a legacy that he left behind. So although this was a sad segment, it's still very celebratory in nature. Oh, there was somebody else that died. Is it um, Desmond? Desmond Tutu? Uh, uh, he was an archbishop, I think. He helped oh. with the apartheid in South Africa. You don't know okay. what I'm talking about? No, I did not hear about uh, this. I want to so say his name is Desmond Tutu, but yeah, he... Um, there is a Desmond another... Tutu. I just don't know that he passed away. <laughs> That's why I don't want to think. Confirm. I think he's the one that passed away, yeah. he. I believe okay. he was um, Archbishop, I believe. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep saying that because I don't want to, you know, announce a person's death that didn't die, but I'm, I'm 90% sure. And well, yeah, yeah, we'll confirm even when and he... we'll, we'll talk more about it. <laughs> yeah, even when he passed away, it was a lot of, like, you know, well... Yeah to do comments and things that were said so Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean on a better note though um insecure i mean better but still sad note insecure came to an end Mm -hmm. on this holiday season um on december 26th uh i'm fake because i haven't watched this season at all this past season at all um i need to get my hands on a new hbo subscription or finally start paying for it myself Uh, (laughs) um because the hbo subscriber i used to you know used to be my plug no longer uses it which is mm. fine but that means now i have to find alternative measures um so yeah we'll see about that because i definitely want to sink my teeth into it somehow i've kind of avoided spoilers for the most part i think i know who she ended up with but i could have predicted that before even the season started so i don't consider that to be much of a spoiler yeah um, um so yeah i actually watched the season it was it was okay it was pretty good i don't know i um, I love Insecure for what it is, yeah. What it represented, yeah. I think that, um, I think that from a critical, like I like watching TV and movies type perspective, like it, it, it fell off a little bit, but it's fine. We're not going to talk about that part of it. Um, we'll just well, talk do you think part how... of it is also the long um, breaks? Like it would be like a year, sometimes two years, whatever. I don't think the seasons? long breaks had anything to do okay. with it for me. I okay. think it's just like. I think the focus um, changed a little bit, but that's like, I can appreciate that honestly, because um, so for everyone out there, I would say definitely watch Insecure, the final season. Also watch the documentary, video, like the little video they did mm. um, about like the, the show ending. Um, okay. Because it's interesting just to like, you know, the different people that are involved, um, 
and yeah, we definitely have to celebrate and secure. That's why I don't want to even talk about anything like vaguely yeah. negative because yeah. um, they put a lot of people on um, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, right? There was a tweet that one of the writers on the show, I think, put out and just like basically listing out everyone that ever wrote on the show and like telling people to like, hey, like go support their new shows because they're all doing well. They all have like, you know, Netflix deals, ABC, like they all have shows. Um, wow. people that like literally came from nowhere that we never heard about that Issa Rae and her team basically like Come obviously on. took a chance exactly took a chance yeah. with and they've been able to build on that so that I cool. think is that honestly is going to be the legacy of Insecure is yeah. the number of people that are going to affect television um, mm-hmm. for the next decade or two yeah. Um, but yeah no the season finale was good um I think that it had a positive ring to it all around, which was, you know, I think a way for the show to just celebrate itself of like, mm-hmm. we're going to have happy endings all around. <laughs> like we're not doing, like we're not the show that's going to be like, you know, about the artistic end. We're going to be about like what the show has been about, right? Like a celebration of black women and black culture. And we're not going to, we're not going to end the celebration on a negative note. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, totally. so I think that was I think that was a good decision as well. Um, again, I can see people being like, "Oh, like that's not really realistic. Like everyone is not going to turn out perfectly fine." But hey, we're manifesting things over here. <laughs> that's what we want to see. Um, so shout out to Insecure. Yeah. Um, any more shout outs? Um, no. Okay. Um, final shout out. Shout out to Faye on graduating. She didn't want to tell anyone. Oh, she said she's going to talk about it. She didn't even talk about it. She <laughs> just barely mentioned that she didn't want to go. Um, but uh, shout out to you on graduating. Graduations are a big deal that, you know, as the students, as the young people, we often are like, you're so yeah, cute. I'm over it. But graduations are big, man, because that's earning power. That's like progress. That's like completing a program that you started that, you know, no one knows how easy or difficult it was for you at times, right? Um, yeah. Juggling it or whatever else. So, yeah, congrats on that, man. And hopefully people listening are inspired yeah. to finish up that program you're in or start that program you've been thinking about. Like, don't be afraid. Just go for it. Like, the worst that can happen is you don't get accepted, you don't get admitted, and life goes on. Like, literally, we need to go for things. So, yeah, shout out to you for going for it and successfully coming out on the other end um when you start getting your bigger paychecks don't forget about us we're all going to be here to celebrate with a big paycheck that's the way we want to celebrate so yeah shout (laughs) out to you congrats you're so cute thank you i definitely didn't expect that so you're adorable yeah no worries because i'm not more social media savvy i was actually gonna like blow up our instagram with like fey posts of like fey graduated and we actually get to do that more you guys are so lucky that i'm not like the social media guru (laughs) because i'm like people getting married not trying to tell people like people i'm like yeah no like who you know that got married and then tell you shared that entire lives on our instagram like oh guys support our that like yeah nah don't worry (laughs) it's coming soon (laughs) <laughs> you guys think you have you? private lives who got lives. married and didn't tell you who got married not that they didn't tell me but like we didn't like as a podcast we didn't even celebrate mm. it like as a podcast uh, i'm like yeah no 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 like we have to we have to make sure we incorporate that more because 
I, I think we have to do that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you might still see a FAA graduated post. Don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but no, shout out to our listeners. Um, thank you for listening to this episode so far. Um, thank you for supporting. As always, please be sure to like, share, subscribe, post. Uh, I don't know what else you can do, but do all those things you can do. Also, go yep, back yep, to yep, listen yep, to yep. other episodes from the season. Um, I don't know, Faye, if you actually listened to our other episodes this season, but I did that last week, and I was just like, yo, this is great stuff. Like, Aww. I was very impressed. Thank you. Yo, I actually really was. Like, I I don't know. It's one of those things. I just, I was more impressed <laughs> than I should have been, I think. <laughs> but I was definitely impressed, like... Yo, this is very good, like and useful. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can say I'm definitely proud of our our content. Yeah, like that's what it was like. Yeah, the stuff that we're putting out is good stuff. So, yeah, I said selfishness all 2022. Like, I've already started, guys. If you can't tell, like, I'm going to be tooting my own horn. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, can I say one last thing before we end the podcast? Um, I just confirmed that yes, Desmond Tutu in fact did pass away at 90 and he okay. in fact did help with the apartheid in South Africa. He helped end it. Right. Um, so yeah, I did not make up that news story and I did not kill someone you know, <laughs> premature, prematurely. <laughs> well, we're glad that we have that confirmation. Um, so yeah, rest in peace uh, to Desmond Tutu and um, we will be back in two weeks. Um, yep. rain or shine, snow or not, we're going to be back. Consistency yep. and discipline, right? We're starting off the year with it. So, again, thank you for listening. And, you know, check out our new episode in two weeks. Bye. Peace. Bye.